Hello, this is episode 221 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nishwarwadi. This episode is on COVID fatigue, routines, and people-pleasing. It's a kind of a joke in some ways. I'm recording it for a friend, and he suggested that if I recorded more podcasts with him in mind, that he might listen to more. So here, here we go. We keep saying news articles all the time on COVID fatigue. And for me, what that is, is not accepting that we're going back to normal. And it's actually not making changes and not embracing what's actually happening here. There's an awful lot of people who sat down and looked at their lives and made their lives a lot simpler and realized a lot of silver linings of this pandemic. Of course, there have been many challenging moments where we simply haven't had an office space or we've had to readjust to working. I'm going to talk about some of the bad habits that we've got into Sometimes there's been a sense of us not having enough outlets. For me, it's simply not having enough time away from next door's dogs when they drive me demented. And having to try and actually work with clients online and write and record podcasts and do things that you actually require quiet for. And I read quite a few articles recently on people who are in apartment blocks and There's children running around on the ceiling and hopping off the walls. And, you know, so there's lots of reasons for there to be extra noise at the moment. And I think in many ways, that's one of the hardest things to cope with while you try to work. And so I'm going to come up with some suggestions for that too. But in a big way, what COVID fatigue is, is wanting your life to be the same and for nothing to have changed. And having this sort of never, never wish of just your life going back to whatever way it was before last February. And there are many reasons for us to not do that. And there are many things that have changed that have been better. And I think one of the ones that I keep hearing over and over is fathers being involved in their children's lives and feeling like they have more access and more time at home with their children. There's an awful lot of people who are not on the rat race of going to the airport every morning at six o'clock in the morning to get on a flight for a business meeting. I don't think those days are over. There's a lot of people who are not sitting in their cars for hours on end commuting. I think some of the things that haven't changed what are possibly going to are the ideas of the number of work hours that we have. And I think there's also needs to be a reflection on the number of school hours we have, which have been solely created to facilitate the Industrial Revolution. And it's a long time since the Industrial Revolution. So it's about time that we change the mould here. And so if we change the number of work hours for adults, we change the number of hours the children need to be in school. And if we change the number of hours the children need to be in school, 
we make time for them to have a lot of other things in their lives and for them to just not have as busy a schedule. And looking around me, I see children who are a lot happier, look a lot healthier, are a lot less stressed out. I see them out in nature far more, which I think is hugely healthy for them. And when I do see them with their families, I see a connection that I haven't seen within families for a long time. And yes, I'm sure it has taken a sense of adjustment to get to there. And there is finally a really good reason for women to ask more of their partners in relationships and to not be expected to be the one to provide all of the childcare and all of the additional family support that's taken for granted. And I also keep hearing of men who started cooking dinner one day a week at least and learned how to cook. Now that people can't go out for dinner and in some cases they haven't even been able to have takeaways. So I'm seeing a huge shift in gender balance within relationships. So there are many good things happening here when you stop just willing it to be the same and you stop just getting aggravated by the fact that you're under pressure and you actually start to pragmatically ask for your needs to be met. And some people are finally starting to do that. And as they do, it's quite interesting that people in relationships can rise up to meet them. But we are slipping a bit. And simple things like there are things that you did in the journey and the commute for yourself that you're not doing anymore. We're not quite back at this stage in most cases where people are eating their lunch at their desk. But in some cases we probably are, which is a really bad habit. And if people are going out for a walk and exercising, they're not always doing that alone. They're kind of, I think the people who are people pleasers in particular are struggling more with this because they're not doing the tasks that they would have enjoyed on the commute into work. And they're not doing those tasks on the walk when they do go out to exercise. And when they're not working, they feel a huge sense of having to be there for somebody else, especially if that person isn't working at the moment. And so they're really struggling to take me time and to listen to the likes of my podcast or to listen to audiobooks or to read a book or to phone friends. And so it's time to look at the schedule again and to realize that in the hours that you're not working, it's actually okay to take a half an hour here or an hour there and actually do some of the things that you used to do for yourself and to maybe learn how to combine some of those things too so there's nothing to stop you saying well actually I'm going to go for a walk by myself and I'm going to listen to this or I'm going to go for a walk by myself and I'm going to ring so and so you know it's about maybe amalgamating 
some of the things you used to do and doing some of them at the same time. And to not be afraid that if you used to listen to, you know, certain shows or whatever it was while you were working, to not be afraid to do that while you're working now. So not everything that you did in the past was bad. And I think people pleasers in particular suffer from feeling hugely guilty every moment that they're not working or that they're not doing something for everybody else. Because we don't have the space away from other people because we're living in such a confined bubble at the moment. I think they're forgetting to ask for the time to do those things. And it's not an excessive amount of time that you need, but you do need some time. And you do need some time in particular for external influences in your life, especially if you're trying to do any sort of a creative job. Because it's those off times when you're taking influence from something random that it actually helps you to connect the dots and to come up with new creative ideas. So not only do you end up feeling guilty and feeling like, you know, I'm not doing enough for everybody and then feeling quite strung out and also suffering from not taking time to yourself, but your creative process is also struggling as well. And so you'll find as these months go on that your work will become quite dull as a result and will lack a sort of um, an energy to it almost because you're not seeking those influences. So it's time to kind of maybe look again at this point. This is a kind of reminder as we do, I don't know what lockdown we're on at the moment in Ireland, I think we're on three or four, I can't remember. But it's a time to sit down as we do this again and reflect on on what habits have you got into and what have you lost that was actually quite good for you and what have you gained.